What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 187 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturman, Matt Deitch, what's going on, dude? Feeling good. You know, I, we're starting to get some fall temps, man. Yeah, yeah, it's we are. good, like... 40 degrees this morning. Yeah, not standing still and sweating your yeah. balls off because it's so hot out. Well... Yeah, for 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 us here in Iowa, but I'm actually leaving for Las Vegas at the end of this week. <laughs> so you're going to be uh, you're going to be melting again. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> um, I think the day that we get down there is 99, but it's a dry heat. It's, it's a, a dry, dry heat. That's, that's what right. they say. It's a dry heat. Yep, and uh, I'm going down there for a work convention. Um, so so that first day when we get down there, uh, we are uh, setting up our booth and. Um, uh, you know, get, getting everything set up, cleaned and whatever. And apparently, uh, the day of setup, there's so much stuff coming in and out of the, uh, uh, the convention center that they don't turn the air conditioning on. Holy buckets. Dad, dad <laughs> my dad told me like, there has been some doozies down there. So, uh, you might want to bring about five pairs of clothes, yeah, change of clothes yeah. along for that. <laughs> gonna, gonna be exercising the gold bond probably. <laughs> That's right. Uh, First and foremost, uh, we'd like to give a shout out uh, to uh, the guys who bring you this week's episode, and that is our buddies, uh, the Hike Camps over at Dakota Angler in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Um, you know, the, the temperatures are really changing now, and, uh, um, you know, we, we've been talking about it uh, for a while, but uh, uh, the, the temperatures are truly changing. Uh, your tactics have to change if you're going to be doing any fall fishing. And, and it's definitely, I mean, like I said, this morning was 40 degrees. Uh, it's not crazy to really start thinking ice fishing now. It's not, it's not, but you know, that good fall bite is going on and it looked like Josh and, uh, Todd did get out yeah, last they, week. They and, caught a couple dinghies. Yeah, they, Josh, I think with the 28 incher and Todd with a 23 or something like that, but they also caught a bunch of other fish. They looked like, bigger than that. Right. They did. They looked bigger than that. <laughs> I like that. I, you know, I had I had actually forgotten about that. Uh, you know, uh, months ago, maybe years ago, uh, we had talked about people that uh, never go on Facebook, and and you know, everybody say, always everybody always will say that's not that big. Yeah, that's that, not that, that big. don't look that big. No, you know what? I, that, that thing looks bigger sure than that's that. that? Not we, bigger? we need to bring that back. We, we need to bring really that back. Do. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it looked like they were doing some jig wrapping so yeah. definitely get over there and get stocked up on those things yep fun way to fish them oh definitely a lot of fun to fish them but so. you know go in there stop in check out all the deals they have going on right now um all the bait for that you know that nice fall bite that's about ready to get going just go in there and make fun of them oh just go in there yeah just raise raise a little hell in dakota angler <laughs> tell them we sent you <laughs> But uh, if, if you can't make it into to Dakota Angler, uh, you guys already know the drill. But uh, if you're a first-timer, I guess uh, uh, maybe you don't know the drill. But uh, code uh, DIRTBAG at checkout on dakotaangler.com. Uh, that'll get you an extra 10% off. And uh, um, we'll, uh, we'll probably give you an air fist bump and, uh, yeah. you know whatever but uh get stocked up on your stuff yep and and you know i mean if you're like golly i really want to use the code dirtbag but i i don't really need any uh don't be afraid to have it shipped uh here to rock rapids right <laughs> right to uh, dirtbag headquarters that's right we'll definitely uh test it out for you that's right r and r also uh you know if you're listening to the show and you're like golly this guy's throwing out dirtbag all the time they're talking about dirtbags he called me a dirtbag uh that is a badge of honor. That is a badge of honor. That is a badge of honor. So if you are a first-time listener and you are not quite understanding it, you are now a dirtbag. 
because you're listening to this show and that uh that's what the that's what the listeners of this show decided to call themselves. So yeah, uh, yeah that's it is what they decided to call themselves. So yep. that's what we call them. Yep. And and now you know every once in a while when you know especially Ramrod he'll be talking about somebody you know a real piece of junk person. He's like, "Golly, what a dirtbag!" And I'm like, "Hey, hey you watch it. Hey, he's <laughs> up there, buddy. Yeah, that uh, that is one of those things that we call good people. Tonight, one of the tonight one of my football players was like sitting there talking about something with somebody else and he's like that's drip and i'm like i think he meant that in a good term and i said wait a minute here i go you know who i call drip i said not cool people no <laughs> I said, no way. So that's like a term of endearment there like i go so that oh, means man. something good now huh i guess like when something looks good it looks drip but i was like nope that's not how we use it guys that's how we call somebody that's kind of a goofball kind of an idiot and stuff like that None of them, I don't know if they know who Ramsey is, so I couldn't. <laughs> well, you know, due to, due to Ramsey's probation, he's not supposed to talk to anyone uh, <laughs> high school age or younger. So, um, few things of uh, of housekeeping. Uh, the hats are ordered. Um, I will. I'm I'm expecting to have them. Uh, you know, maybe towards the end of this week, uh, maybe the beginning of next week. Uh, give me a little bit of leeway, as I mentioned. Uh, I'm going to be gone for uh, for a week on a work trip, um, so if they do come in uh, while I'm gone, uh, you know they're not going to get mailed out right away. But uh, um, as soon as I get back, Matt and I will get together, um, you know, do a little packaging and and get those suckers sent out uh, to you as soon as we've got them. Um, so yeah, excited to, excited to uh, get those in, uh, start sporting Sharp. them, and yep, uh, you know I. I don't know. There's a lot of wives out there that are probably like, golly, I wish my husband wasn't getting one of those hats. And there's probably a couple wives out there that are happy that, that, that their husband's getting that hat. Um, you know, you know, guy like me, uh, you know, kind of, you know, not, not looking as good as maybe what I used to, you know, I, I need a hat like that, uh, you know, to kind of charm me up a little bit. You know how <laughs> it that goes. confidence yeah, a little bit. Exactly. Yeah, we kind of puff the chest season. out, throw, throw that hat on. Hell yeah, brother. But, uh, um, well, question for you. Oh, all this, right. This convention that you're going to, is this the bake, baking one, the bakery one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. International that's, bakery. I, that's, I don't know. It's that's like, why you're going. You're gonna have to. Are you gonna have to buy an extra seat on the airplane? Ho- airplane home or for for my bags of donuts? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or for yourself? I'm not I kidding you. Know. I'm not kidding you, Matt. I I'll. I've, I've, I've heard I've, you talk about this, dude. It is before. insane. It is insane. <laughs> you know the smell of a bakery when you walk in. Oh there, yeah. And it's like, oh boy, that's good. This whole entire freaking place smells like that. So I've been to I've been to three conventions. Uh, in my life. And, and this is the first one that I'll actually be going to work, you know, before I was, uh, just a young buck and, uh, yeah. you know, mom and dad would drag me along just, I don't know, probably cause I couldn't find a babysitter or something oh, They like didn't that. want to leave you at home. That's yeah. Probably. You, you dang right. You dang right. Cause <laughs> dad, dad's beer fridge was being freaking right. gone and freaking fish tank will be upside down. And that's how we got busted one time. The fish, oh, yeah. we moved the fish tank and there was a pile of puke off the back deck, but you know, come on. Ah, those are just freaking 24 details. hour bug. But, uh, um, no, uh, so honestly, like, I mean, there's, there's booths everywhere. You know, I mean, they're whipping out cakes, they're whipping out donuts They, I mean, cookies, everything. And God dang it. It, uh, it is good, and uh, you know I'll, I'll probably try to stick to my guns for about the first you know five ten seconds, and then I'll be going. <laughs> be like, you know, I really shouldn't, but yeah. you know what? You all can't right. sell on an empty stomach. I Everyone knows that it's in the Geneva right. Convention. It's but, all business. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I mean, 
who knows? Maybe somebody that's making donuts wants a washer. You better you better rock that uh, Midwest Angler Podcast t-shirt or something like that because you never know. There could be a dirt bag at this That's true, too. Convention. That's true, too. Down there in Las Vegas. They say, hey, weren't you just talking about a little mom and shop, you know, mom and pop shop bakeries? Yep. Um, yeah, this I is international. One. This one's Ooh. international. So, I mean, we're going to have... Uh, we're going to have Mexican bakeries there, Mexican grocery stores, all sorts of stuff, uh, Europe, Asia. So uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm going to exercise the Google Translate or what my plan is, but uh, <laughs> we're going to give it a shot and see what Don't the most people just like talk louder? <laughs> <laughs> like you like yell at the person. It's like they're not. Yeah, they just, they don't just understand. can't understand your language. <laughs> but we always like turn it up like, ah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> funny. That is funny. But uh, another thing that I want to talk about uh, last week, uh, for those of you that do not listen on Apple, uh, you guys got to enjoy the podcast early in the week. Uh, for those of you guys on Apple, uh, that might have been a Friday uh, release. I'm not exactly sure what the heck happened there, but uh, um, I ended up going into the Apple Creator Studio, blah, 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 and, and kind of started jimmying around, sent a couple emails to customer support, could not get this thing figured out. And uh, I, I don't, I still to this point have no clue what the what the world that was all about but uh all of a sudden boom it was it was up and running and maybe it was a th- maybe it was a thursday afternoon like thursday afternoon monday morning but uh um yeah we originally had released that uh earlier on in the week and i'm not not sure what happened but uh um yeah that's uh that's what it was um matt did you see that there is now gonna be a bait uh, a fishing shop we'll call it a fishing shop because i don't know that they actually sell bait but a fishing shop in the mall of america i did see that carl's fishing and outdoors um i believe that that's uh i don't that, that's is that somehow hooked in like with guggen squad and catch co and, uh, and whatever it so. is you i know, mean are they like- mystery tackle box type deal yeah is uh is catch co like the parent company and I, everything I else is, is underneath of it i think okay. it is so I don't know uh, if if Carl's fishing. Uh, I, I believe that there is other storefronts out there, and somebody that's listening to this is probably like, "Oh yeah, I go to Carl's," but uh, I'm not exactly sure what uh, what that is. I don't know if they actually sell. I'm, I'm assuming they're not selling dozen night crawlers in in the Mall of America because I can't imagine it. Awesome. Yeah. Somebody walking through the Mall of America with a with bag a of leeches, <laughs> just throwing them at people. <laughs> But, uh, you know, mate, I, I mean, I could see them, you know, selling hard and soft plastic, you know, soft plastic, oh, hard baits, uh, um, you know, probably a lot of, uh, fishing attire and whatnot, but, uh, you, you know, know, it's going to be busy. I got a feeling it's going to be a busy store. Well, you know, that just really says a lot about, uh, where fishing is right now, but, but especially where fishing is in the state of Minnesota. Yeah. You know, I mean, when, when, you know, the biggest mall in the freaking united states is now going to have a fishing store in it uh fishing is alive and well it's healthy uh you know here in the upper midwest all over and uh um you know i i don't know i, I think it's cool uh um you know at, at first thought it's like you know golly i don't know that uh, uh i i don't know that the average angler in the state of minnesota is like yeah you know what i'm you know i'm gonna head to the mall of america but with that being said, I think all of us have gone to those stores or gone to the mall with your wife where it's like, God yeah. damn it, what shoot am I me. Do? You know, like, <laughs> like, so, so you end up freaking cozying up on some bench, you know, outside Victoria's Secret and <laughs> pretending like you're staring at your cell phone. <laughs> You've done it, man. I've busted you there a hundred times. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how we met. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
Oh, hey, Scott. Yeah, you. <laughs> what are you doing here? Oh, yeah. uh, yeah, waiting for Kayla. Yeah, checking out Hot Topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, whatever. But, uh, you know, if you're going to be at the Mall of America and you're not hanging out at Camp Snoopy or, or sitting in the food court, hell, you might as well go over to Carl's, right? No, that, that's why I feel it's going to be a busy place. Yep. So, I don't know. I think uh, I think it's pretty cool, you know, kind of kind of unconventional. And, uh, I don't know, be interesting to uh, – to, to see where that goes but ah, uh for sure um moving along uh we got a cool guest uh this week uh um actually kind of kind of a spur of the moment deal um we're, we've got chris miller on uh, originally i had thought that we were going to have Dwayne jelm uh national walleye tour angler of the year uh he's he's someplace with some spotty service and uh um, he's got a mule deer hunt here coming down the pipe, and then he's actually going to be in Las Vegas too, I believe. But uh, we're, we are going to keep uh, trying to get him on uh, when when it eventually works for uh, for us. But uh, tonight we've got uh, Chris Miller, and uh, he he sacked up 28 pounds this past weekend, and uh, um, really been he's he's been on a tear all year the last couple of years, uh, especially on the Iowa Great Lakes. But uh, yep. you know, kind of. Uh, kind of reaching out and kind of going all over the upper midwest and and even down south a little bit now so um yeah i guess without should be a fun one yeah absolutely uh we we've known chris so we used to fish with him uh back in the uh back in the days when when you and i were fishing the club tournament together something we got to start doing again but uh um good dude uh real friendly just there for a good time it's always fun talking in the parking lot after and before the fishing tournament so you bet uh no like i said uh, we we messaged him just about five minutes ago and said hey you want to hop on he's like yeah let's run it so uh, (laughs) we're uh, gonna run it yeah yeah we'll uh we'll see what chris has got to say hey chris how we doing today good how are you guys doing awesome doing good doing good now that we got you on the phone uh 10 minutes ago you were sitting here watching monday night football not not expecting a call from us and and now you're on a podcast so, <laughs> yeah as a matter of five minutes ago i was drinking beers and uh yeah watching football and here we are so. <laughs> don't be af- don't be afraid to keep cracking beers i we've we've had we've had guests before where you can hear crack <laughs> it, it was a long week and i had two days of tournaments and uh yeah i was relaxed for monday night football you guys you send me a message and yeah, let's do this thing. So. You bet. That's right. That's how we roll. <laughs> That's right. Sometimes the spontaneous ones are the best ones. Yep. <laughs> All right, Chris. Uh, we always like to get our uh, shows kind of started uh, with with some random questions. So we're going to fire some non uh, non fishing related questions at you. I want to know if you could go to any concert right now, who would it be? Anyone? If I go to any concert right now, I'm going to have to say. Oh, that's a tough one. Well, you could have went to the Backstreet Boys with Scott's wife last oh, night. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, is Insane coming back? <laughs> bye, 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 right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of like, I don't know, I kind of like, uh, I like country music. I also like... Uh, Maybe like uh, Jelly Roll or uh, oh yeah, oh and, yeah. And then I, I go all the way from Jelly Roll to I like everything. So a Jelly Roll or maybe even uh, Jason Aldean or uh, you know I I, I I or even Rock and Roll. Yep. So, yeah. So uh, I don't got no one specific. I cover all the genres. So. Heck yeah, whatever whichever I, I concert's closest. Boat, depending on my mood, I'll crank up whatever. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. You bet. So, all right then. Um, since Scott mentioned, you know, Monday night football is going on and stuff like that. Who's your team? 
Ah, uh, Broncos for sure. Oh, so, oh, so <laughs> we're calling you while the Broncos are playing. <laughs> Hey, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, what you got, a donkey back there? What are you doing watching? Yeah, we got a donkey for sure. I got one in the pasture. <laughs> I was going to say. Heck yeah, heck yeah. Hey, what, what, he's, what? In my front, he's in my front yard. <laughs> if the, if they, if, if the uh, uh, Broncos win tonight, that sucker's coming in the living room. <laughs> oh, for sure. The wife's going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Uh, what, what, what would be your death row meal? Meal. Death row meal. Death row meal. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Last meal you're you're on death row. You're you know, last meal you're ever gonna have. What are you ordering? I'm talking poor man's brisket, burnt ends. Really? There we go. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking chuck roast, barbecue sauce. Oh, we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with that. I'm done with that. I, I, I can fall off after that. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh um Chris, you know, you you've been uh tournament angling for for quite a while. Matt and I uh actually fished against you in the Iowa uh or, or the Iowa, Iowa Great, Great Lakes, Lakes Bass, Bass Club, Club, yeah. Um, you know, a, a few years ago. But uh how how long ago did you actually start tournament fishing? So I started tournament fishing roughly ten years ago. Okay. Um, and started with some small, like small stuff, whatever. I mean, we're, we're still apparently, you know, kind of on some small stuff, but, um, yeah, I fished around the Sioux city area, a lot of oxbows, a lot of river stuff. And, uh, I moved up to spirit Lake ah, five years ago and, and, and then dove into this lake. So, um, yeah, it's been roughly 10 years and been kind of all over fishing and, and, uh, just got into these lakes and wow, what a fishery we got here. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's best in the country. So yeah, why would I go yeah. anywhere else currently, you know? So, right. So how, how different was it coming up from like fishing the river systems like that to a natural like glacial lake like that with the deep clear water? Well, it, it was a big transition. I mean, we're going from fishing, you know, um a lot of like around two city there's a lot of fast water you're, you're yeah. fast water i mean there's a lot of moving water so you're you're completely changing your game plan as far as like the shad we don't have shad in the in the okabojis so so it's different forage and a lot of things are are moving around differently as far as river to lake um so it took a couple years to adjust but then i mean once once you catch on i mean things were really clicking as far as whether they're chasing bluegill chasing shad on the river or current or jetties we don't have current in the ogabogies so there was a big adjustment from lakes to rivers um and then and then once you catch on to that um yeah just it's just it's just natural forage that you're really relating to so yeah here we are yeah yeah <laughs> Now, now, uh, back in the day when uh, Matt and I would fish against you in the Iowa Great Lakes Bass Club, uh, you fished a lot with your dad. Uh, now, yeah. on, on some of the more serious tournaments, uh, you've got a partner, but you still do fish with your dad on them club derbies, correct? Oh, yeah. I, I hope he fishes with me forever, man. Me and Pops have a good time. That's So I grew up, you know, we, we grew up fishing walleye weekend for... I don't know, 20 years. Since I was seven years old, we did walleye weekend up here at the Okabojis and 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 all we did he had a 1970 tri-hall so we were, <laughs> we, we were out there doing whatever we could with what we had you yep. know so, oh, yeah. 
so that's kind of where we cut our teeth up here is we, we we travel up here i grew up around the the hartley sanborn area so so we come up here for walleye weekend and then um yeah so like whenever i can get pops in the boat that's just reliving my childhood i mean he got me into it um whether it was bobber fishing or trying to troll for walleyes like uh that that's definitely where we got we got into it so anytime i can fish with dad and then get him on the boat and 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 really get on them real good is 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 a good day <laughs> so so, so we win or, whether we win or lose like but Man, he's been kicking my ass. I was gonna say he's I was, good. I wasn't good. gonna say it, but I was gonna say the last tournament I saw, I think that he uh he kind of whacked you a little bit, took you over oh, the knee. He, oh, that ain't the, that ain't the only one. Like the first right. one of the year, he was off the back of the boat. I'm catching walleyes, and he's sitting there just straight yakking five pound swam off. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. So, so that there's two derbies this year off the back of the boat. He's just cleaned me up. So, but good for him. We have fun and. And uh, I hope we can do it for forever. Oh, you know? definitely. So, <laughs> now, now you and, talked and about. I, got a funny, I, got, I actually got a funny story on that. So the first IGLBC of the year, he, he gets in the boat and he's throwing this. He's throwing, uh, he's got a, like a garage sale special. He's <laughs> like, I got this at a garage sale and I had a good feeling. And I'm like, no, they don't bite that around. <laughs> <laughs> sure enough. He got 15 pounds of three fish smallmouth out of the back of the boat. Wow. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the front, and I ain't got one over three. <laughs> so so the, the garage sale paid off. Yeah. You were asking him where, where that garage sale was. I'm going over there. Yeah, so he's like, well, I'm going to call that guy after the derby and see if he's got more. <laughs> yeah, 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 no doubt about it. Some of the It's crazy. Some of the best lures you can find sometimes are at those little garage sales. Oh, yeah, and what he was doing, you ain't buying nowhere. <laughs> right, right. You're thinking to yourself, like, what yeah. What fish is going to eat this? And, yeah, well, right now, it, was a chartreuse it was a chartreuse, too, but, I mean, this thing was, like, skinny. Yeah, your typical jig head wouldn't even fit it, and it was, like, I don't know, like four and a half inches long. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Well, that's a little bit of the juice, but yeah, you know, I, I didn't catch them that way, but Pops did. Nice. <laughs> Now, now you talked about uh, growing up and, and coming up for walleye weekend. Uh, w I mean, obviously, when you were younger, you just kind of fished for whatever was biting, and then you slowly transitioned into bass. What uh, what made you make that transition? Well, so like, so my parents, they parents, they uh, that my dad don't, my dad drives truck, so um, a lot of times, like, I would just get dropped off as a youngin. Off, off to the gravel pits and, and I'd figure out stuff on my own as yep. far as so I'd rock around these pits three or four times a day and just kind of pick apart on how to catch them better and that kind of transitioned to um, where we are today yep. uh, so I caught my teeth just kind of being on my own and figuring out stuff on my own as far as uh, getting dropped off at gravel pits by myself for seven eight hours at a time you know yep and I and I love that. I love my parents for that. So that's kind of where that's kind of where it all got started. And, and then fishing with pops today is, is is really cool because of that, you know. Yeah. And he's like, "Where are we going? Well, we're going <laughs> over here." And then I bring him there, and he kicks my ass. So. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon, you're just gonna go drop him off at a gravel pit, and you're gonna go to the lake. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> say, exactly. Go figure it out, pops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Now, now, who's uh, who's who's the other guy that you fish with? 
Brian Forcier. Brian Forcier. That's Four, my, okay. actually my cousin. So that's my. That would be my. That would be my my mom's side. Right. Um, my mom's side. Um, he married. She just passed away like two months ago. I don't let me bring that up. That's why well, I kind of got short on breath. Whatever, but that's my cousin. Long story short, but yeah. Yeah. Um, that's my cousin. We fished together back in the Sioux City area on the rivers. We did all that, whatever. And, uh, yeah, he's back. So he had some kids and had some problems in the family. Now he's back. And, yeah, no, it's good. So that's kind of the history on that. You bet. And I'm glad to have him back. He's, uh, yeah, he catches them real good. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, apparently, apparently it's working for you guys. One of you two is apparently. <laughs> so. <laughs> yep. Now, uh, now, uh, you know, we, uh, we, we fished with you, like I said, uh, a few years ago and, uh, bo- both Matt and I were talking about, you know, obviously two, three years ago, you decided like, Hey, I'm going to start taking this a whole lot more seriously. And, uh, you know, you, you upgraded boats. Uh, I'm assuming that you upgraded electronics and, and there's not a derby that, that comes around that, that you're not hopping in. I mean, it, it seems like every single weekend you've got a Facebook post, uh, you know, talking about fishing down here, talking about fishing over here and, and, you know, just doing a ton of tournament fishing. What, what made you decide like, Hey, you know what? I, I, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to start, uh, you know, taking this a little bit more seriously. Yeah. So I, I grew up and like, like I said, like back from the farm pond era, um, I grew up, I moved up here. Like when, when you guys jumped in three years ago or whatever, I kind of was just getting my feet wet, uh, like, like just getting up here, getting my feet wet. I, I don't own business. So I was totally committed to the business and I still am or whatever, but like it was, it was a matter of getting up here, um, getting dialed in and getting, and getting confident in fishing again. And really it turned into like, okay, I want to fish multiple places to become a better angler. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that's what it comes down to. You'll never, you'll never feel like you're, I'm never satisfied. I got to fish more places to become more satisfied. Like you can't just win in one spot or whatever. So, so like this year I had like 34 tournaments, you know, okay. so, and I got a very supportive wife that helps me do that. Yeah. I'd oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's what it takes. And like, so like, so I'm running all these tournaments and like, and I'm going to say a big shout out to Oak Hill and Oak Hill Outdoor, like the whole program there has, has supported me a ton and helped me do what I'm doing with this new boat and, and doing, you know, making it possible for me to keep maybe, you know, chasing my dream as I say, yep. you know, yeah, yeah. um, and yeah, it's incredible. Like it, it and everything just kind of came together a little bit this year, as far as, you know, having success. Um, you know, I got some plans for the future to even doing more. Um, and yeah, that's, that's just kind of like from where, you know, I wish you guys fish more just to, I don't know, see you again, but yeah, <laughs> yeah we need to, I know we need to, you know, we, 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 we talked about it even at the beginning of this year, we had kind of said, you know, Hey, I think you know, we, we kind of got out during the COVID times because you know, you couldn't all get together at the weigh-ins and whatnot. And, and I yeah. mean, as much as we love fishing, you know, it was just one of those deals. We, we love sitting around before and after the tournaments BSing with everyone. And it's like, golly, like, I, I mean, we, we, we record ourselves talking for one hour every single week. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, we, we like talking fishing. We like, you know, we like getting together with the dudes. And, and, you know, when that wasn't allowed, it was like, well, I'm going to be that guy that 
still is running around talking to everyone and probably get the damn club in trouble. But uh, <laughs> you know, it, it is. Yeah, it was. It, it was it was fun when you and it's it, you know this this lake has just exploded. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. That, there's I mean, no doubt it, about that. It, it's, it's just crazy. I mean, you're seeing twenty boat fields with eight bags over twenty pounds or six right. bags over twenty pounds. It's just it's it's crazy. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. Whether you're tournament fishing or fun fishing, this is probably. I don't know. Like Bassmaster just rated it what, like sixth or something, right? Or, yeah, or something in the like central. That. Yep. Like you can come up here fun fishing and just wreck stuff. And even if you're not wrecking them, don't get discouraged. You can catch them off docks. You can catch them deep. You can do multiple things and just have an awesome day with your family and kids. And and, and even if the bass ain't cooperating, the bluegills, the walleyes, the, the I mean. This place is amazing. <laughs> it really is. The fishery right now is, it is incredible. You know, I, w- I was just flipping docks last Tuesday before the tournament. I got out a little bit, and I was in two foot of water. I flipped up there and, and, and caught a 27-inch walleye in two foot of water. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, there's a surprise every cast. I mean, that's that's just what this place produces, you know. That's what makes it so good, you know. You, you put a knife to it, didn't you? Uh, I did not actually. <laughs> <laughs> to grab it by the tail and beat it over the over the side so, of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So throw it so at a jet skier. Catch that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. I just give him the old spinneroo and throw him at a jet skier. Yep. Yeah, throw him at a jet skier. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had plenty of them fucking with me, but yeah, yeah no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> now now honestly no. honestly chris how, how many 20 pound bags do you think you've caught this year well me and actually my partner were talking about that the other day and i think we've had i think we've had like six in a row really six in a row over we had 24 90 then we had 25 then we had like almost 26 and then we had um yeah it's been right around there so it's been yeah, it's been over half a dozen for sure. I mean, it's been really good. I mean, this fishery's just putting out. I mean, you can catch 24 up here and take fifth place anymore. I mean, I don't you, – you know, it used to take 20, and now it's 25 is the mark. I mean, right, so yeah. it's, like, it's like really hard as far as like, okay, I'm on a four-pound pattern, and I got to leave that, you know. And right. just, <laughs> that's, that, I think that's the – like you said, people that just want to come up and fun fish, I mean, you can catch three, four-pound fish all day long exactly i mean exactly it's just like it's it's nuts to think about that you go to other places around the country and it's like wow that's that's a mega bag but coming up here like you said right now you can't just catch four pounders you got to catch bigger ones than that yeah that's what makes it really tricky as far as tournament fishing oh yeah like like you're catching them and you got to leave certain stuff that's like actually really good yeah. yeah well right yeah you got like 18 19 pounds in the live well and you're just like no we gotta go because we're like we're not even gonna crack a check if we show up with this yeah exactly and that's that's how it's been like we just we just want fishers a man i mean and we uh we had to catch 24 a day to even get to where we did at the end of the year that's, that's crazy nuts. that's crazy and and if you weren't catching that you just weren't gonna you weren't gonna win points you know and 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 unfortunately it worked out you know in the fishes and men division so um that's a great series by the way i give a shout out to fishes men iowa division like they that's a good deal and oak hill supports them as well and they they kick out some money we got a guaranteed bass of 
you know, 200 bucks just, just, just off the hip. If you, if you catch a big fish. So nice. whether you catch 24, 25 or not, you can always walk away with $200 old kill money. So, so that's always, that's always a big plus on that. And, and just everything they got going on up here, as far as promotional stuff for fishing and whether you're tournament fishing or not, um, like you said, you can come up here and catch three, four pounders all day. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and it's not just large mouth and it's not just small mouth. It's both, which is the it's, great thing about it. Exactly. Or if you, I mean, the bluegill is, they're out of their mind. They got big old knot heads on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah some of them. <laughs> yep. Then you can hook into got, one of those megalodon, uh, sheep's heads. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, I thought I won a tournament 10 times over. <laughs> oh, so if we believe me. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, bah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got mules. We got sheep on here. Yeah, I mean, we're yeah. all over. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. I was drop shotting. I was drop shotting a 10 inch worm. And uh, I thought about a man. I didn't measure it, but it, it, it was probably a I don't know ten inch ten inch pumpkin seed. Like, <laughs> it like, oh, it's a little. It's a little. No, it might be all right. Oh my god, it's a pumpkin seed. <laughs> On a ten inch worm. That's, that's awesome. Nice. Yep. <laughs> and, and really, that that's really how like you know a little bit of uh, how we're catching them like. As far as drop shot, like we're doing a lot of drop shot, and, and those pops drop shot weights are definitely getting it done. And I yeah. tell people this, I'm not lying. Like that's that's what it is. Like yeah, give give a give a plug on that. Uh, give a plug about your dad's deals there. Yeah, yeah, his they're they're uh, so they're just a clip on weight, so you can lose them. The guys are losing using them for bluegill fishing um walleye fishing everything you can live bait you can live bait it oh it's a clip on weight per se whether using live bait soft plastics whatever you're doing whether it's an octopus hook circle hook uh ewg worm hook weedless if you're throwing up in the coontail stuff like that you know um it's uh you can use it multiple ways um you're catching them multiple ways whatever you do it's it's a very versatile too so it's a clip on weight if you snag in the rocks, you can snap your line. You're going to lose that weight. You put another one back on. You're not losing your whole rig. It's a very versatile. You can adjust your leader where you're putting that bait off a of pelham or not, and and you can just catch them up here, whether you're bluegill fishing, bass fishing, walleye fishing. Um, me and Pops have went out live baiting leeches and caught walleye at night with them. So nice. um, that's just kind of, you know, I, that's just kind of what we've been doing with them and, and they're working. I mean, we're, yep. we're catching, we're catching grown ones. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, apparently. <laughs> now, now, now those are obviously available at Oak Hill, but do you guys sell them on the internet at all or, or. Uh, yeah. Pops is working on getting his, his online stuff going on. Um, but yeah, exclusively right now at Oak Hill outdoor. So stop in there and get him going. He's working on getting his online stuff going. He's really taken off in the past year. So he's just, working on getting that going but right now exclusively at oak hill pop shop shot weights so yeah check check them out and I'm telling you you'll catch them you yep, bet. get some now now let's <laughs> <laughs> now, now let's talk about that uh that mega bag that uh, you guys dropped on the scales this last saturday uh 28 and some change uh what i mean what, what was going through your head i mean as you guys what would you have a six six pound 6.81 along with yeah, it we had a, yeah we had a 681 big 
So it was a weird day. We didn't have a fish an hour in. It's like, really? Okay, oh, wow. So, so stuff's going on. So I made an adjustment. and uh, Yeah, we ended up falling on a few. And then we had to move around a lot to catch what we did. And then there was about two hours left in the derby. And, and, and honestly, we were drop shot. We were drop shotting all day. I'm not. I'm like, this is... This is stuff I don't tell everybody. <laughs> but we were drop shot, and it was cold front conditions, so the fish were real finicky. Um, cloud cover, so it, it was definitely the juice. And uh, we figured out a way to catch a few, and then we had to move around a lot to catch that, though. Um, it wasn't like you sit in one spot. These fish are so pressured right now. you got to jump around, and you'll jump up, and you'll catch one, two, three and keep moving around but it was definitely spinning gear drop shot i'm going to tell you to tie a higher leader tie, tie a higher leader don't stick with your one foot 16 inches don't be scared to tie like a 30 inch leader on that thing oh wow yeah and and they're seeing it you know so that that was the key to catching that bag um and moving around okay so so that that was what we did, and that was with the pop drop shot weight. You guys know, that. yeah. And I and I was actually rigging an EWG. I was weedless fishing weed lines, um, so that's kind of that's kind of that's kind of a how we did it yeah, was. And then we had two hours. We had two hours left in the derb, and we had another one the following day. So we're like, man, we got to go pre fishing. I thought we had like twenty seven, so I'm like. Yeah, let's go pre-fish for the next day because we had the we had the Nebraska Bass Nation open the following day, so so we were we were running right. We we caught bat, and I'm like, well, let's just quit swinging on them and go go elsewhere and try to pre-fish. Well, we ran into some smallmouth and stuff, and and um, yeah, we went pre-fishing the, the following day, and, that, and all of them fish were gone. So <laughs> we should have just kept we should have just kept swinging, but but it was definitely it was definitely a deal on the drop shot. Uh, maybe a Texas rig or two, and uh, yeah, just dropping on them. I mean, it was definitely a weed line deal. I mean, if you if you you had to be fishing, you know, anywhere from fifteen to twenty five feet. Um, as that some came out, you definitely seen those fish push up to where we caught. We did catch a couple in that fifteen foot range to twelve range. Um, so it was definitely a move around a. And this place is just putting them out right now. <laughs> well, yeah. Are are you guys use a lot utilizing forward facing sonar uh, when you're doing that, or or I mean, definitely, are you? Yeah, definitely. So like okay. what I'm looking at, I'm not necessarily I'm not live scoping a fish. What I'm doing is seeing how those bluegills and perch are positioning off these weed edges and looking for bait. Oh yeah. And then seeing those fish positioned correctly for me to cast to, like, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not staring at my live scope to catch a fish. I'm seeing what that bait's doing and, and just, just instinctly knowing that there's, there should be a fish around. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Cause those fish are like tucked. They're tucked in the weeds. We had cold front. So those fish are like in the weeds. They're not super active. Yeah. So like, I really had to resort to that pops drop shot weight to make those fish bite. Yeah. Uh, as where like I was using bigger baits previously to get those fish to bite and get the bigger bites yep. to where that cold front pushed in and you had to you had to work those fish out of those weeds to come bite. Yeah. Did you I um, mean, would you imagine catching twenty eight pounds on a cold front condition day like that? I mean that uh, 
Uh, so, so it was weird. I got out, I got, I come to the lake and I was out like Wednesday and I was like, oh, this ain't good. Like, yeah. like the bites to everything I thought I knew was gone. I'm like, well, looked at the weather and I was like, cold front, this, this should help it. Right. You know? So I was kind of setting up to help and, and it just worked out. I mean, they, they, those fish retreated just like I thought they would. Cause there's a ton of fish shallow right now. You can come up to the Okobojis right now and just catch them shallow like they're really? there yep. you know and there's a lot of 25 bags if you've seen the saturday scales um there they there's a ton of fish shallow so so yeah and i was like well i'm hoping a few retreat yep. <laughs> yeah <laughs> pull down yeah and, yeah and we got we got fortunate enough to, to to you know make that work you know and um but yeah, as it gets colder, you're gonna see those more of those fish being two to five foot of water. Like yeah. you're, they're already pushing up. You know, even Sunday we had a Nebraska open, and those fish were already retreating back. We had bluebird skies, we had bluebird skies, and no wind, and and those fish were definitely shallower than they were Saturday during like the real cold front. You know, so so as those cold fronts like think deeper, but as as you know, they they pushed up on Sunday when it started warming up with with no cold conditions. So so if you're up in the area, like just think shallow, like you can catch a ton of shallow. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, so so you're catching 28 pounds at the beginning of September. You know, Matt. Matt said, you know, what what might the end of this month, you know, beginning of October look like? You know, as these fish start putting on the feed bags, I mean, is somebody going to crack a dirty thirty out of Okaboji? Oh, that wouldn't surprise me a bit. I think I think we broke the record Saturday, but that thing will probably be gone by the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean. And- as impressive as it is, I mean, it, it could possibly be. I mean, oh, most definitely, most definitely. Like it, it's just that place. This place is just that good. You what, know what? What do you think is making it that good? What What is it? You know, in, this year, you know, last year. I mean, it just seems like the last couple of years. Just every year, it gets a little bit better. And and I mean, you guys are throwing freaking Texas like you know poundage on the scales. What What the heck's going on? Yeah, right now, I mean, I think the only thing that compares to it is like a St. Lawrence, like as far yeah. as consistency, yeah. and like total five fish limits. I mean, those Texas lakes will bring in, you know, a 10 pounder, but I mean, they're not, they're not bringing a consistent five pound, six pound average, you know, Right. Um, what I think is contributing to that, like, as you guys knew, when you guys were up here tournament fishing, even a couple of years ago, there was just an astronomical amount of three pounders. Yep. And where you can go out and catch 50 fish a day, and now those fish are grown up. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, those fish are four-and-a-half-pounders now. So, And, like, when you've seen that, that grow to what it is now, I mean, yeah, I think sky's the limit for the future as long as, you know, we take care of our fish. And, and I'm going to say fish care is a big thing. Like, you know, anybody coming up here fishing, fish, the reason why we have this fishery is fish care. You right, know? there right. it is. Um, the the numbers, the numbers of three pounders that grew to four pounders in, in a years, a year and a half, two years time, is crazy. I mean, it's it's, and you're seeing that work. I love, I love when you see weights from two, three years ago actually grow into what they are now. So you know, I love seeing that fishery regress. And I and I will say, I think electronics have brought out 
a lot of bigger weights too, as far as just like anchors getting better. Yep. 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 So I would highlight that. I mean, I, I do think I, I think the fisheries growing as well as anglers growing with the technology they have in their hands. Yep. Yeah. As yeah. far as lives go, the I mean the mapping the mapping has gotten so intense to where I mean I got one foot contours like it's yeah yeah, right. yeah yeah I mean I can I can see a pebble from fifty feet away yeah but <laughs> I, but know? I mean you're also pulling up to a point now and seeing a smallmouth down there and and you know you're gonna drop at it you know until it bites where before. You were gonna throw throw your bait down there, wait for you know five minutes, and that there ain't nothing here, and and you know you might move along. You're picking out a single fish now, and you know what's there. Yeah, you're 100 percent correct. I mean that's 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 what it is, and like, and I tell guys all the time. I mean like you can waste a lot of time throwing that one or two fish. Yeah, yep. you know, and and it's like sometimes you got to move on, but that technology alone has definitely increased the weight size. I. You know, I mean, that's just what it is. I yep. mean, <laughs> no, you've seen exactly. it all. You've seen it at all levels. I right. Mean, it, right. No matter what level of fishing, whether it's a club tournament or all the way up at the elites. I mean, you've seen the the. Yeah, you ain't you ain't kidding. I mean, that's exactly it. I mean, you're. Yeah, it's it, anymore. I mean, that's just what the sport has become. So it's like, well, either get in or fit in. You know. Yeah, yep. yeah um, definitely. And and it, it's not even like, I'm gonna say like bogey fish are weird. <laughs> so like. I'm going. I'm leaving for Francis Case on Tuesday. I qualified for the TBF semifinal over there in Francis Case, South Dakota. So uh, I'm leaving on Tuesday for another event over there. And uh, those fish are a lot easier to live scope than they are in Boji. Yeah. Really? The reason yeah. I say that, I don't know if it's pressure. I don't know if it's you know. So that live scope works in different ways. To where if you stare at that live scope in Okaboji for I don't know even half your day, you're probably wasting your time. I'm not even gonna lie. You know, right. um, as opposed to like you go to these other places where you're getting more like isolated fish. They don't have weed lines like we have weed lines. Like those fish are hiding up here. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They take sure. super high pressure. They're hiding. It's a lot easier to locate those fish in, in places like a basin or a rock pile like you do in Francis Case as opposed to like a bogey, you know. So, so it's really trusting your gut with how the bait's preparing off your live scope, my number one thing in Boji is seeing how the bait is holding in the water column to catch those fish. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. that you makes see, total you sense. You might see you might see bluegill holding low. Well, I don't see any predators in sight. When you see them bluegills holding high, well, there's some stuff going on, and that's yep. a little secret I just gave up. I probably <laughs> shouldn't. Know, you need me to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Well, well, the great thing about the Okaboji, the whole chain right now, I mean, is putting out huge fish. I mean, you can go anywhere on the Okaboji chain and catch a lot of fish. Right. Yeah, it's 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 amazing right now. I take my kids out when I'm done tournament fishing. I'll take my kids out, and they're catching eight inch bluegill like left and right. It's amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. No, that's... whether you're a pan fisherman or you're, I mean, it's just it's just an incredible place, and I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. You know, <laughs> not right now. Not if you love. Not if you love bass fishing. Yeah, wait, wait, sure. wait till February when the when the air hurts your face. Then you'll be thinking well, about moving someplace else. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, good thing I qualify for nationals because I get to go south and fish at least to break it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. <laughs> where, where where is nationals? 
I got so the fishes, man. We ended up winning points, and we're we're headed down to Lake Hartwell in oh, uh, March. Nice, nice. So we get that, and then uh, this TBF we qualified for. So we're going to be fishing for um, Jordan Hurt won last year down at Nationals. Yep. So where we're going to Case this year, we get it if uh, we qualify for down there, and then we go um, to try that. So that'll be down south somewhere. So heck yeah. Sweet. Heck yeah, yeah, so the more we open up, the better we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Uh, um, I, I, I see the third quarter's uh, getting close to coming to an end, Chris. And, uh, you know, had, had we known your team was actually playing, maybe we would have laid off and, and not given you a call. But uh, uh, we definitely appreciate you hopping on. Is there anything else you want to say before we let you go and get back to the game? Um, yeah, Pop Shot Shot Ways is get it done. That's <laughs> right. Bet. Get it done. <laughs> you bet. That's about all I got. But <laughs> awesome. Awesome. You, you want, I appreciate you, the call, guys. Yep. Right oh, now, uh, right it, now, it looks like uh, Broncos are down uh, 17 13. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, man. You, you, you want to put any wagers on this game uh, <laughs> while, while we got you on? Uh, I already got enough on it. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not going to pour any more salt yep, on that. That's for sure. <laughs> awesome stuff, man. Awesome. Thanks thanks for joining us, man. Uh, thanks, we'll catch Chris. you up with you later. Hey, anytime. Thanks, guys. Later. Bye. And that was Chris Miller. Uh, nonstop entertainment there. It is always a good time with Chris. Yep. I mean, uh, it doesn't matter where you, you see him out on the lake. You see him at the Pizza Ranch Buffet. I mean... It's going to be a good time. I got a feeling Chris has had a couple beers tonight. <laughs> he might have had a couple watching the just game. Just a couple. Just a couple. You know, I honestly, when uh, when I first texted him, I actually said to Matt, I'm like, golly, I don't think he's going to do it. And uh, then he said, yeah, let's let her run, or let's run it. And, uh, man, that was that was a heck of a lot of fun. I'm glad uh, I'm glad Chris took his time uh, took his time away from the Broncos game. I know a lot uh, of times to, uh, it's it's hard to pull. I know how that feels. It's hard to pull yourself away from your team to yep. to chat with a couple of dirt bags over here. So yep, well, I'm not gonna lie to you. If somebody would have given me a call and asked me if I didn't want to watch the freaking Iowa Hawkeyes game oh, on Saturday, man. I'd have freaking taken that call. Well, Good I too. God, I don't know. Watching watching that offense play is. It's kind of what know, offense, right? It's what kind of, offense. It's, it's kind of like watching. It's more entertaining going out to kindergarten and first grade recess and watching those kids play. I don't know. I'd rather get kicked in the nuts and watch that again. That's what I, it was. I, I honestly, you know, I've I've said this to a couple people uh, about eight ten years ago. I kind of had to unplug myself uh, from from Hawkeye football because I was just sick and tired of watching. You know, uh, uh, you know, run, run, pass short of the sticks, punt. And you know, losing games that that uh, the Hawks shouldn't have lost, and it, it got to the point where I was like, you know what, I'm I'm you know I'll, I'll watch it maybe if I'm around, but I'm not going to clear my Saturdays to watch right. it, and, and just kind of had to unplug from it. And you know, the, the last few years, you know, I've slowly, you know, and not slowly, I last eight years, I probably unplugged for about two years, and and you know, got back into it. And man, you know, I was I was excited this year. You know, I was I was pumped up. You know, thinking, man, ah, you know. Uh, after last year, you know, they're going to get the offense going again. And, uh, that, that, that's nonsense. That is nonsense. Uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to give a little credit, uh, where credit is maybe due. I don't know. Uh, um, you know, I, I think maybe firing Scott Frost over there at Nebraska was a little bit premature, but, uh, I, I, I do applaud him for, for wanting better. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. 
I will say, uh, if Scott Frost, uh, you know, and, and there's chance Scott Frost is a dirt bag, uh, you know, probably th- think about, think about Colin Kirk and just saying, Hey, I, I could be that offensive coordinator that, that you're looking for. Cause, uh, <laughs> I, I I think I think I think old Frost could do a whole hell of a lot better than Brian Ferentz. Well, I think he's one of those guys that, and he's proven it. You know, some guys are just really good coordinators. Yeah, you know yep. that's kind of their niche, and you you see him jump into a head coaching role, and they struggle with the head coaching role. He kicked and ass down at UCF for one year. Yeah, that could and he be. had a bunch of guys that were already yeah. established and really good players. Yep. So I mean, the college thing is. It takes, you know, that three or four year mark yep. to see where a guy is at with his recruits and all that stuff. And obviously it's not panning out with, you know, as close to games that they've lost and everything like that. And people say, well, you know, it's all these, they're one score games. It's like a loss is a loss. I yep. mean, a, yep. win, a, win is, a win is a win and a loss is a loss at that level. So, I mean, you can't be losing to Georgia Southern. And after I watched that, that game is that a, night. That is a decent team. Oh, they are. They're good. Don't get me wrong. But. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I kind of had a feeling that he wasn't going to have a job. Yep. Come Sunday afternoon, and but I think he got a fifteen million dollar uh, check. Uh, yeah, don't <laughs> so, ever feel bad for these guys yeah. because it's not like they're not well paid. Yep. Uh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> got fired and go buy yourself a mansion. So. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, God dang it, shucks. <laughs> but uh, um, now that's enough about football. But uh, um, any any more, and I'll probably start crying. You have to put me on suicide watch. But uh, um, yeah, Matt, uh, I'm trying to think if there was something else uh, that we talked about beforehand that we were going to talk about tonight, or can we just roll, roll right into the good in, news stories. I think it's about coffee time. It is coffee time, and uh, by coffee time, my good buddy Matt over there means Freedom Brew Coffee Shop over in Larchwood, Iowa. Uh, we, we've said it once; we'll say it again. That is the best coffee shop around. Uh, worth your drive from anywhere. Um, they got frappes, lattes, macchiatos, uh, you know, stuff you can't even pronounce. That's exactly right. They'll help you. They'll tell you what how to pronounce it yep. over there. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, you know, they can just make something up, too, and it's like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll take one of them. But uh, And again, like we talked about last week, it is like primetime weather for it is coffee season. Yep, it's, it's officially where you get off the ice drinks and you get into the warm drinks. Yep, it definitely is. Like you said, 40 degrees in the morning today, so. Yep. Nothing like nothing that like some Freedom Brew to warm your soul. That's right. Uh, check them out on Facebook. Uh, just straight up Freedom Brew. They got a cool little logo with an American flag uh, type deal on it. Uh, um, probably tag them in the Facebook uh, post for this episode. But uh, without further ado, we'll we'll roll right into uh, those good news stories. Matt, you want to go first, or you want me to go first? Why don't you go first this week? Okay. Uh, Saturday, uh, after the devastating loss to the Iowa State Cyclones uh, suffered by the Iowa Hawkeyes, uh, we were over at a uh, buddy of mine's place uh, watching that game. And, uh, you know, afterwards you've got no choice but to start watching some sprint car racing. And uh, the Tuscarora 50 uh, was being raced out right. at uh, uh, Port Royal Speedway, I believe. Yep. Yep. And... Uh, I don't know, it's 50 laps, and I don't know, maybe 25 laps in or something. Pretty nasty wreck. Pretty nasty wreck. A few cars got into it. Uh, Freddie Raymer, Dylan Sisney, and Dylan Sisney's car uh, caught fire. And uh, the wing was kind of wrapped down around it, and it it was a pretty ugly situation. Uh, um, 
Uh, I, I mean, they just happens one of those deals. Uh, you know, there, there wasn't a ton of firefighters around right there. You know, you can't staff a full field of firefighters to be out there, but, uh, they got out there and kind of did what they could, but you know, there's, there's flames and it seemed like after they started spraying stuff started flaring up. I'm not sure if they didn't have the right fire extinguishers or what, not my deal. I wasn't there. Uh, tough telling from TV. But, uh, you know, you can start to see this wing kind of move around like a guy struggling to get out. And, I mean, it's getting ugly. And, and, I mean, it's to the point where it's like, dear Lord, like I'm going to watch a guy die here. And, uh, you know, I got my freaking 14-year-old son. And it's like, you know, at a certain point here, like I'm going to tell him to look away. Like, yeah. You know, no, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, in comes another race car driver and, and, you know, gets in there and then another race car driver and, and they're, you know, helping him get out and they finally get him out. And, uh, luckily he, he did not, uh, they said, you know, no, no real burns, no. uh, you know, whatever. But, uh, that, that was, uh, Danny Dietrich and, uh, Logan Wagner. And, um, you know, I mean, hats off to those dudes. Cause a, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm a volunteer firefighter and, and I'll tell you what fire's freaking hot like way hotter than what a person realizes. And you can say, yeah, you know, well, they got fire suits. I'm pretty sure that those fire suits are like good for 15 seconds in a flame. Exactly. Like, I mean, guys, they're not running in with bunker gear. I mean, it's going to be hotter than all hell getting in there. And, and, you know, just, uh, just to have your head on a swivel, you know, I mean, Logan Wagner literally drove by, saw the fireball, whipped her sideways, he hopped did. out and, and well, ran he was back out there. of it in no time. I man. mean, it was a split second decision and I don't think he ever freaking even blinked. He didn't. But, uh, I, I don't, don't think it's the first time he's ever done it either. No kidding. There's some video that I saw today on like Twitter of him, like last year at another place that there was a wreck and he jumped out of his car and ran out there and like helped get somebody out. So that's badass. That's it really stuff, is. Man. I mean, it makes you, it makes you a pretty big Logan Wagner fan. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there, there might be a t-shirt coming my way from, uh, from Logan. So yeah, there's no doubt about it. Nope. Um, I guess mine's going to go with, uh, my wife is the assistant, uh, marching director over at West lion now. Yep. And they got their first big competition up in Marshall, Marshall, Minnesota this weekend. This so weekend? You this going? Saturday. No, I'm not going to go up there. I don't have to go up to those anymore. I don't have to be a roadie for the band because they got their whole, the band boosters and all that stuff. The parents do all that. So I'll, I'll go to a few of the competitions, but yep. I'm not going to drive up to Marshall probably. But uh, best of luck to them and uh, go get them, I guess. You bet. You bet. So, uh all right. Uh, with that, uh, I, I'm not sure what we're going to do. Matt and I were kind of talking about it. Uh, you know, we got my, my Matt's actually coaching against my son tomorrow night. Yep. Um, so, uh, um, you know, obviously we can't record tomorrow night, but like I mentioned earlier in the episode, uh, I'm going to be gone, uh, towards the end of this week. Uh, um, if schedules allow it, Matt and I are going to try to get something uh, recorded here in the next couple of nights before I leave. Uh, that'll kick out like normal on Monday morning. Um, fingers crossed we can get something lined up. But uh, um, if you don't see one right away, uh, that's that's what's going on. But uh, we will try our best. So with that, uh, we'll call an end to episode 187. We'll see you next week on episode 188. Later. Later.